There just wouldn't have been a podcast this week. We would have been one for three on attempts without saying. Yeah. My goodness. All right. Take two. Listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Matt Troll, Sig, and Snake. What's up, Garbage Heads? Talking Trash episode 37. Rodney Harrison. Um, with you today is the two most hungover people in the country. Mattrell and Snake. East of the Mississippi. <laughs> On the eastern side of the country. Okay. Uh, what's up, garbage heads? We're alive. We're back. Still <laughs> back in the dump. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is number three for me without Zig. Um, scoring some points. Maybe hot seat Zig. Warm seat Zig. How about that? Warm seat Zig. Moving your way right up the leaderboard, buddy. This is uncharted waters for Zig to be out. Yeah, three weeks. Um, there is a chance that he he pops on here at some point. We'll see. He's he's a questionable for this episode. Yeah, I guess it'll just be a uh, a surprise. Oh, I forgot to do this at the end of the. Hear that? A little late. You're cracking one. That's got to be a seltzer, right? A seltzer. Yeah. Busted. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna pretend that was a beer. Actually, you want to know something funny? Let's let's let the the listeners in behind the curtain here. Uh, Matchwell and I were hanging out all Labor Day weekend. So first and foremost, happy Labor Day, everyone. We hope you had a had a nice holiday. Matchwell's yeah, good call. Least happy Labor Day. day of the year because he doesn't get to go into the office. They actually lock the doors and they don't let you in on Labor Day. <laughs> well, it's called Labor Day, isn't that? So you can get some labor in. That's the way I look at it too. Yeah. But we were hanging out all weekend. We had ourselves uh, a jolly old time, a little too jolly on Sunday night. Um, as usual, this has become an annual tradition of ours to um, go mildly hard Friday and Saturday and tell ourselves that Sunday is going to be a recovery day. And then we just turn on the burners and go all in on Sunday <laughs> just night. Just go even harder. Yeah, every year. We did a we did a very good job of appropriately stocking up on the liquids, but at the same time, that's also what kind of caused us to to turn on the afterburners yesterday. Yeah, I was putting. I actually had that same thought. We pretty much bought all the booze on Saturday morning, and we did too good of a job at picking out the number of inventory because it was. It was basically right within striking distance for what could be achieved by two grown men uh, on a three-day bender. So we really couldn't back off yesterday because we didn't want any of that beer to go to waste, which makes sense because it's not like we could drink it later, you know? Yeah, we we overbought on the Trulies. Not for us, for the, for the ladies, but you'll have that. Maybe next year we just intentionally underbuy. But then I have a feeling we'd just end up making another run to the store. Uh, that would probably be the case. <laughs> just no winning. Yeah. But anyway, uh, where I started going with that is uh, this morning I was getting something out of the fridge. I think I went to grab a Gatorade, and I just see one can of all-day IPA in the fridge sitting by itself. And it nice. made, made my stomach constrict a little bit. There you go. Uh, just uh, just scrolling down the Facebook feed as we chat here, and guess what video I just stumbled across? Uh, our bitch of the week. <laughs> yeah, is it really? Should Should we get right into it? Oh wait, I there could be two different directions you're going with that. I think. Oh, I'm thinking of the original bitch of the week that we found Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Your boys. At Lehigh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's laying, exactly laying the smackdown. 
Yep, that's exactly what it is. Want me to try and pull up audio for that? Yeah, if you can, that'd be awesome. All right, let's... I might have to might have to give that a share or something on the social media too. Yeah, I think that's share worthy. That's a good call. It, it's probably it might have been on Sports Center or something. Garbage heads, if you haven't seen it, go catch the clip. Uh, <laughs> Lehigh special teams big play on Saturday. Okay. Mishandles the snap, mishandles it a second time, and then gets buried. Lehigh will scoop it up. Sam McCluskey has the football, and he is going to take it 52 yards for a Lehigh touchdown. I forgot that the Lehigh guy scores on that play. That The call yeah. doesn't do that video justice. No, it Basically, really doesn't. Run the listeners through the play. Give them the play, the real, real-time play-by-play natural. So Le- Lehigh was playing St. Francis on Saturday, and... St. Francis punter must have had some popcorn or something before the game. He oh, uh, Brucey. missed Brucey, all state. Um, <laughs> he mishandles the snap, so it drops it right when it comes back to him, goes to pick it up, picks it up, and then it looks like he literally, literally just drops it a second time. Just, get, just gets obliterated by one of the guys on Lehigh. And I think you pointed out, Snake, if you look closely, it looks like he actually ended up punting it. He got decleated so freaking hard that as his like head and neck were spiraling towards the ground his legs were swinging up through and somehow the ball i think got dislodged and his foot appears to have actually contacted the ball um and it was i figured it landed probably about four yards behind the line of scrimmage so i'm gonna put that down as a minus four yard punt that's really hurting the stats how do you think that guy's feeling today? I think to if when did he get hit? Friday? Saturday. Saturday. Day two morning. is usually worse, right? Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. He's he felt terrible Monday morning for sure. R.I.P. St. Francis's punter. Yeah, that was nice of us not even to have his name up. Just called him bitch of the week, the St. Francis punter. It actually looks like if you watch the video, it looks like the Lehigh guy just stays on top of him, keeps him down. And then he did it. It looks like he actually did get up. So he must have walked away from that. Which would be incredible if he did. Wow. You, you know what that reminded me of? Get it out. Whoa, he has trouble with the snap. <laughs> you know who that is? <laughs> Sean McDonough. Sean McDonough of uh, Michigan play. That's what that video reminds me of. of the oh, San yeah. Francis. I love how McDonough always powers through those calls, even when his voice starts cracking. He doesn't really tone it down. Yeah, and I love when Gruden called him out. (laughs) Oh, your voice didn't crack that time. (laughs) We uh, almost saw some McDonough on Sunday night. Yeah. We we were watching um, the Oklahoma game. Had some trouble getting the bar to put it on, but uh, once they did... We tuned in, and I think I didn't notice till like the fourth quarter that McDonough was on the call. I would have loved to have got the audio for that game. Yeah, that would have been great. All-time game for any uh, garbage head gamblers out there, too, that decided to go with the over-under on the points. Oh, God. Watching the meltdown was tremendous. I almost went Travi meltdown, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you were pretty pretty close. But I was single-handedly willing those guys to score on a few different plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no reason there was no reason they should have scored that last touchdown. I think they just heard that guy in a Maryland bar screaming at the TV so loud that <laughs> it, I think the coach ultimately just decided, I can't take my foot off the gas. Uh, yeah. we, we better put some points up here. Lincoln Riley. Yeah, unreal turn of events for him not to take a knee there, but thank God he didn't. Um, <laughs> so do we want to talk other... Are we going bitch of the week for the other guy too? I mean, I think we could. That's I think originally we do because he took the L, right? I think they got shut out. Yeah, by the Qs, born and raised. Born and raised, Mattel's hometown, put the whooping on. Um, who's he coach? Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was twenty-four nothing. 
uh, Matchell and I were tuned in watching that football game and noticed about halfway through that they kept showing this man up in one of the booths in a hospital bed. And we were having, you know, a good old time with that without making any sort of connection as to who it was. And all of a sudden, Matchell just bursts out laughing because he has made the realization that that is indeed Hugh Freeze coaching from a hospital bed. I, I admire his dedication. Yeah. A for effort there, but if you score zero points, I think there probably should be some question as to whether he should have been doing that. Yeah, and we were also ripping on him before we knew why he was in a hospital bed. Yeah, what's staff the... Staph infection yeah, from said... uh, back surgery, I think it was. Yeah, that's what I came up with here in my two seconds of research on Hugh Freeze. And so I think confirmed. it said he was supposed to be in the hospital for another, like, four to six weeks. So he is really putting his life on the line. <laughs> okay. Again, admire the dedication. Yeah, I'll give him that. But I have an update on Hugh Freeze that I think you're going to like. So not only was he coaching with the play sheet up there from the hospital bed, he gave his team the pregame speech like via a Skype video to the locker room from the hospital bed. No way. Yes. And then after the game, he did his press conference from the hospital bed. And I shit you not, he was drinking a Coca-Cola. Oh he my was laying God. in the hospital bed with a pop, giving the like post game answers. Wow, that guy. I think that guy uh, has some some mental issues, or just no regard for his health. I guess I'll put it that way. Uh, there's just no chance he wasn't on some sort of drug, too, right? Oh yeah, that's the other thing we were saying. There's no way that guy was in like a clear state of mind to be <laughs> calling plays or anything. No shot. <laughs> do you think he'll do that next week? Uh, I would imagine. How do, the other thing, I guess, is how do you think a doctor signed off on that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and how did they find, like, was that his own, like, press conference booth? Where did they have him positioned such that he could see over, like, the windowsill from that bed and look down onto the field? Why wouldn't he yeah, have just had, a, like, a... that's a good question. Why wouldn't he have just been watching, like, a TV monitor or something? There was a delay, bud. Yeah. I mean, couldn't someone have gotten some sort of live feed? I don't know. <laughs> you would think so. Just Hugh Freeze up in the hospital bed with his binoculars trying to call a game. I, that will never get old to me. I, I really do hope he does that next week, too. I'll uh, I'll definitely be trying to fire up the Liberty game next week to see. Yeah, just to check it on Hugh and then immediately turn it off. But all in all, pretty... Pretty awesome to have college football back. Um, I can transition into the maybe world's quickest chill-out Matman on that note. I guess it would have been 50 days ago. Or it was probably, at this point, it was probably 57, 58 days ago. Uh, I got a text from the Trav Man. And I'm not even going to read it. I'll just go off the dome here. I think it said, 50 days until college football is back. I'm rock hard, boys. And it was to, a text to... Uh, I think uh, Bop and myself. Oh boy, check the blood flow. <laughs> check the blood flow on the T man. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's a little aggressive, I'd say. Yeah, that's a chill out, Batman. Yeah, for sure. All right, so what do we really want to get into? What what all you got lined up? Any trivia?s I actually do have some trivia. Oh boy, you go sports or geos? Um, they probably fall under the geo. Umbrella. They're definitely not sports trivia. All right. I have a geo as well. I, I kind of have two geos. So if you want to kick us off with the first geo. All right. So mine's actually a little more of a game than trivia, but just thought this was kind of interesting. So I started, I was doing some research and came across like celebrities whose names were different than the name that they're known by. Oh, I like this. So I'm going to throw out somebody's real name. And these are these are probably going to be tough. I'll give you a heads up ahead of time. Okay. But I just thought they were pretty fascinating. So I'm going to give you the person's real name, and I want you to try and tell me who, what common like who, name they're known by. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All so right, like their this. their celebrity name. Okay. All right. Um. Let's start with Norma Jean Baker. 
So what do we, you know, uh, yeah. what common name? I have a gut feeling. It's probably wrong. Betty White. Oh, that's a that's a good guess, but no, it's actually. Uh, is that your final answer? Yeah. You want to take another stab? I don't think I have anything left in the bank. That's an old name, Norma Jean. So it's yes. it's some old broad. You are correct. It's uh, Marilyn Monroe. Really? Okay. Uh, yep. Repeat reference on the pod. She might have been on last yep. week or something. Yeah, she was on within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. At some point. Um, all right, so the next one I have here is Peter Jean Hernandez. That one I'm... <laughs> 90% sure I have never heard of that. Peter Jean Hernandez? Yes. That's an athlete. Manny Pacquiao. Uh, not quite. <laughs> it's Bruno Mars. Okay, I can see that one. Yeah, that Obviously, kind of makes sense. Uh, I was trying to go with some sort of like Mexican sort of line of thinking there. That's why I picked Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, I like where your head was. Uh, next one I have here is Eric Marlin Bishop. That one I have heard of. I'm pretty sure. That sounds like an actor. Is that wrong? You are. You are correct. He's not just an actor, but okay. You so are he's correct. an athlete actor. Uh, never said that. Okay, he's not just an actor. He must also be like a politician or something. What the heck would this guy be famous for other than acting? If you give me that, will it give away the answer? Uh, no, probably not. He's, I, I guess, a rapper. Okay. And you said his name was Eric Bishop? Eric Marlin Bishop. Eric Marlin Bishop. This is a black guy. Not just based on... The rapping thing. I think Marlon is kind of a black name. You are correct. While you're thinking about that, you how much money you have. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good guess. I don't know if that guy has anything to do with music. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But Eric Marlon Bishop is more commonly known to us as Jamie Foxx. Damn it. I knew that. <laughs> I was right about knowing that. God, I've read that before. That's a good one. Um, all right, so I have three more for you here. We'll run through. Next one I have on the list is Ella Maria Lonnie Yelich O'Connor. I'm surprised that this person doesn't go by that name, first, I know. first of all, because that's it's crazy. Convenient. And I'll give you a hint that the the name she goes by is one word. Ooh, good hint. Some reason that's not helping me a ton, but I'm thinking of uh, surprising, like a prince sort of situation here. Just a stage name of one word. You're you're on the right track. So it's a singer, right? Yes. Well, I almost just said Missy Elliott. That would have been pretty <laughs> dumb. Dumbest thing I heard this week. That's probably not true, but Banks. I have no idea. Banks? Yeah. That's a woman singer. Never heard of her. Oh, she's um, good. You should listen. All right. Well, Ella Maria Lonnie Yelich O'Connor is Lord. God damn it. I was I was thinking of Billie Eilish, too. I was trying to think of someone oh, yeah. like in that age range. So I would have been on the right path. Yeah, I don't you think were... I would have came up with Lord, though. I think Travi likes Lord. <laughs> All right, it's pretty random. Um, all right, last two. Stephanie, I don't know, kind of looks like it should be Stefani, so I might Stephanie. be saying that wrong. Uh, Stephanie, <laughs> no. <laughs> Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata. Joanne Angelina Germanata? Yes. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata. This is a person of mixed race. Um, I think that is incorrect. Damn it. So this is just uh, African-American? No. <laughs> Straight up white person? Yes. What was the first name? Angelina? Stephanie. Oh. Or Stefani. Stephanie, Stefani. And it's not Gwen Stefani. Yeah. I could have, like, thrown you some bones, and there were some people that had, like, 
their names that we know them as came from their real names, that would have been nice yeah, of me. Like, or like Drake. I think his middle name is Drake, I saw. Oh, that's a fun fact. I would yeah. not have guessed that. Something Drake Graham, I think it was. I don't know. Um, is this a young person? Um, Like under 30? I don't think so. Ah, oh, shoot. It's another singer? Yes. How about um, Katy Perry? That's uh, not a bad guess, but no. <laughs> it's Lady Gaga. That's a, All right. That's one that I have definitely never thought about Lady Gaga's name ever in my life. Yeah, me neither. You just kind of think of her as Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. So yep. her name was Stephanie Stefani, and then it was like four more words. Joanne Angelina Germanata or something like that. She looks like she could be a Germanata. Yeah. Um. All right, last one here. Adam Richard Wiles. Adam Richard Wiles. Actor? No. <laughs> that name sounds like it would be whoever played Spider-Man. That's what that sounds like to me. So that's why I went that way. Uh, so it must be a singer. Adam Wiles. Eh, not really a singer, but musician. Musician. David Guetta. I like that guess, but um, no, it's Calvin Harris. Damn it. That was the closest guess I've had then. Now that's one I just assumed his name was just Calvin Harris. Yeah. Same that one here. kind of blew my mind. Oh, we're going to talk about another Calvin at some point shortly. All right. Well, that's all I have for the, the geopolitical. That's good, match. I wish Zig was on. I, I, he might have been better at that than me. Yeah, like I said, those ones were tough. Like I did, I didn't intentionally pick really hard ones, but those were just some ones that kind of fascinated me. I've never really thought about. Yeah, yeah, that's good, good, good premise. We could probably keep running with that. I was gonna turn that into a two for like Dead or Alive, but yeah. once uh, once we figured out their names, like what we know them by, they all would have been obvious. Yeah, that kind of cleared things up, huh? Can you hear those fireworks? Now, someone going fireworks in Pittsburgh? Yeah, somebody's going hard. I'm surprised you can't hear that. There's one. That, that was a quiet one, too. Yeah, I could hear that one. That's good. Good for the good timing for the pod. So happy Labor yeah, Day, really. everyone. <laughs> you like it when that train runs by my house. Yep, I got fireworks. <laughs> All right, so I also have some geopoliticals. I, I can already tell you this first question I'm about to ask. I think this is going to be one of those situations where you're going to provide me an answer and then I'm not going to be able to answer. I'm not going to be able to tell you whether that was correct or not. And then we'll just get no clarification and we'll move on. Okay. Uh, those are my favorite. Okay. Coming right up. So what is a super PAC when you're talking about political type things? Oh, isn't it like a, Group that tries to um, super pack tries to like get people to vote a certain way. Not that's not right. Tries to get like laws passed in the government or something. I think you're getting closer with that. Like a political action committee. So like, say I wanted. Yeah, I think you just nailed that. Political fireworks action committee. Fireworks to be illegalized. I would create a super pack and go lobby the government to make fireworks what illegal. I think that means. So you just find like public so like all of your neighbors would be like, Oh, I agree and they'd give you they'd all give you ten dollars or something. And then you'd have a bunch of dough and then you just go to like if you have money you just get to like sit in Congress and propose shit. Yeah, that's a good question. I think probably some of them like like you get a bunch of money together and help fund like people's campaigns. Yeah, that's where I started with this is I thought they were all like, first of all, I didn't know if they were legal or not, but it seems to be a completely legal thing. But they are the ones that kind of like sneakily fund the campaign, right? Because no one's allowed to like donate more than 
I don't know, $5,000 to a candidate, but these super PACs can donate like a billion. There's probably, yeah, there's probably no like limit on how much they could donate. Just the word, the the word lobbying makes me think of something illegal going on, but that's also totally legal, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because now that I think about it, I think you can be like a lobbyist. That could be like your job. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it does sound terrible. Not sure what that entails, but it sounds terrible. That guy has a heck of a arsenal, doesn't he? He's still going. <laughs> still at it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's like the borough is having some sort of Labor Day function. I would or... hope so. Otherwise, someone just took out their 401k and bought a bunch of fireworks with it based on the fact that he's been going strong for five minutes. Dude, it's been going it's been going on for like I don't know, over an hour. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, not this big, but there have been fireworks going right. off. Hopefully those are still sounding off when we get to the end of this podcast. Yeah. That would be great. Hopefully they're still sounding off when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah, that's really nice. Let's just come back uh full circle there. I'm going to go ahead and agree with your answer and say you're correct and encourage the listeners to do their own research. This is not a political (laughs) podcast, so look into it. But I'm pretty sure everything we said was accurate. Uh, The other geopolitical I have for you, eh, nothing special to this one, but I'll talk a little Bitcoin here. The first online purchase using Bitcoin have you heard this? Do you know what the guy bought with it? Oh, I have heard this, but I can't remember what it was. Want me to tell you? Yeah. It was a Papa John's pizza. All right. He bought those for the pizza somehow was $25. Not sure what the hell kind of pizza from Papa John's could be $25. but Hopefully it was more than one. Yeah. Maybe you're right. That could be like three pizzas from Papa John's. Or some sort of big boy. Yeah. The old big guy. The old, uh, where we used to go to like a birthday party and you'd get the one from Domino's or Pizza Hut. The Bigfoot? Is that what it was called? Um, I think uh, Fox has had one of those too. Yeah. But I can't. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I want to do a whole nother segment on just nostalgia. Like we just talk about stuff like that from our childhood the other day i was thinking about that that little plastic eagle that you could balance on your finger do you remember these things no you could put like your finger under the tip of its beak and the eagle would like balance on there perfectly they were fascinating yeah that's pretty cool i guess you you don't you never had one dude yeah i guess not maybe i'll go on ebay and try to find one yeah they're probably rare to find now all right major sidetrack there um, so $25, uh, he had to put up 10,000 coins, 10,000 bitcoins. Oh, so I just no. want to let you know that in today's, I haven't checked the value of Bitcoin in a while, but when I looked, when I first wrote this, that was about $108,000 for, wow, that is for some, some expensive pizzas. pizza. Yeah. That guy is probably so mad. <laughs> yeah. Did you really need that pizza, buddy? If he didn't buy that pizza, would he have just hung on to it, you think? Uh, he, probably, he probably would have held on too long and was, sold it when it went back down. Yeah, I think it was burning a hole in his pocket. Yeah, it seems like it. Hopefully that wasn't his whole Bitcoin supply. Maybe he's still doing all right. I would think so. If anyone was dealing Bitcoin that early, they probably didn't totally blow the opportunity. Those fireworks are still going. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to do some DOAs? Yeah, bring them, bring them on. All right. You talked about a Calvin earlier. I'm yes. giving you Calvin Klein. Wow, that is a great one. Um, I'm gonna say dead. I would have said dead as well, but he is alive and well. Remember when I did all those like fashion guys? Um, yeah, like Louis Vuitton yeah, and all Louis those. Vuitton, they're all dead. Calvin Klein's alive. He's 76. Really? Yeah, and if you look at a picture of him, he just looks like he would be the guy behind Calvin Klein. He's got like a bunch of plastic surgery going on. He's got like some pretty nice hair. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, I was surprised to find that he is alive. Wow. Yeah, that's surprising. Okay. I have so many of these. I might just start rattling them. Chocolate rain guy. Oh, God. <laughs> He's got to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Tay Zonde is alive. Um, he is 37. Wow. Uh, Pamela Anderson. She's alive. I think you're right. Yep, she's alive, 52. Oh, uh, Grumpy Cat meme. <laughs> alive. Uh, died May 14th, 2019. Grumpy Cat. As, wait, the cat, the actual cat? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Grumpy Cat meme, I think, was just a picture of a cat with a grumpy face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently it died recently. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's rest, devastating, rest, actually. Rest in peace, grumpy cat. Um, I hope you're not as grumpy in heaven. <laughs> Jonathan Goldsmith, Dosecki's guy. Um, I feel like I heard that he died. I'm gonna say dead. <laughs> okay, he's alive. Oh man, I think so. Wait, let me double check that. <laughs> yeah, he's alive. He's eighty, but doesn't he seem like he would have died like two years ago and it would have got blown over like really quick? <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. Uh, Dick Butkus. Dead. <laughs> alive, seventy-six. Oh my god, I'm just ice cold. <laughs> yeah, you are. William Fridge Perry. Dead. I think he's alive, man. Speaking of ice cold, the fridge. <laughs> the fridge. Alive at 56. Fridge is young. Oh, my God. I'm way off. All right. <laughs> All right. Come you on, got... buddy. I only got a couple left for you. Walter Payton. Dead. <laughs> I think he is dead. Yes, he died in 1999. All right, All right. I got one. You're back. All right. Now I have two that I want to do where you just guess a, a year they were alive. All right, I like this. By the way, Louisville just scored. Damn it. <laughs> um, okay. I like the theme with Sacagawea last week, so I'm doing Pocahontas. What Name a year that Pocahontas was alive. Oh, God. Can you hear these fireworks? Yeah, they're still going. <laughs> I'm enjoying the show. Oh my God! Um, Pocahontas was alive in seventeen fourteen. I had no idea where you're going. That's not bad. Um, she died in sixteen seventeen. So you're gonna be off by like a hundred years. But I also think she didn't. Yeah, she was only twenty or twenty one when she died. That's wow. another one that's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. Average life expectancy. Probably wasn't so great back then. Yeah. Um, all right. And then the last one. Name a year when this guy was alive. Julius Caesar. Jesus. That's three, 300 <laughs> AD. I didn't know if he'd go BC there. I was uh, thinking about it. Yeah. He was born 100 BC, died 44 BC. Dang it. I don't know anything about Julius Caesar except something to do with Rome. Was yeah, probably, I don't know like anything. The president or something over there. <laughs> the president of Rome. <laughs> the president of Rome, Julius Caesar. Wait, so he lived for like, what did you say? Yeah, he 100 like, to 44? Yeah, so 56, 56 years. 56 years. It's probably a really long time back then. Yeah, and he was assassinated. Ah, yeah, that's right. I feel like he was a stabbing, right? Well, he probably wasn't shot. I don't even know if they had guns. <laughs> <laughs> had they discovered gunpowder yet? When do you think the rifle was invented? That's a good question, and I'll I'm actually going to... You. you start, though, actually, because I don't want to say something really dumb. When the rifle was invented, and then I have an invention year for you after this, actually. Oh, okay. <sighs> Um, jeez. I don't even know where to start. I kind of like 1,200 range. That sounds like a pretty good guess. Um, I'm going to say 1,215. I'm going to say it's a little later than that. 1,400. Those were good guesses. It looks like 
the first recorded use of a firearm was 1364. Wow. All right. Wow, you could get a handgun in Europe in 1380. Really? Yeah, that's surprising. Probably not what we know it as of today, Mm -hmm. but something that would fire. So speaking of of fire, um, what year were fireworks invented? Very nice. Uh, (laughs) Actually, I'm going to make this a, a twofer here. First, tell me what your firecrackers were invented, and then we'll get into full-blown fireworks. So there's a hint for you. Chronological order there. Oh, so firecracker. That would make sense that firecracker would be first. The problem here is this could be like any dickhead in his garage in like the year 800, and he just like created an explosion and called it a firework or a firecracker. I'll say it's a more reasonable event than that um 1480 for the firecracker um so apparently around the year 200 bc oh christ the chinese unintentionally invented firecrackers by tossing bamboo on a fire and this is uh actually from (laughs) the smithsonian bamboo yeah, I guess. This is from the Smithsonian, so it's got to be true. That's legit. Um, all right, so then what year What year do you think fireworks were invented? That was what, BC? 200. It just doesn't make any sense, but I'll say like 500 AD, based on that piece of information you just gave me. You actually nailed it earlier when you said, oh, it was probably just some dickhead around 800 AD. <laughs> As the story goes, around 800 AD in his garage. Alchemist, in his garage. Please. I, I guess I don't know about that. An alchemist mixed sulfur, charcoal, and potassium nitrate, hoping to find the secret to eternal life. Instead, the mixture caught on fire. It, he was hoping to find what? The secret to eternal life. And I guess actually they're saying that was like early form of gunpowder. Sounds and like then. Darwin people started award. did this guy die uh, i don't know it doesn't even list his name <laughs> so then they started packing the powder into bamboo or paper tubes and lighting it on fire hell yeah <laughs> all right so and if you can't hear it the fireworks are still going on don't worry i can hear it <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the grand finale is going on i don't know i thought the grand finale was like 10 minutes ago it's definitely just your neighbor out on his porch. God, I hope not. With just way too much ammunition. All right. Uh, we snuck in an invention here, so it was good. What else do I have here for you? I have I have the all-time you'll have that that I've just been hanging over your head all weekend, and I never told you it. Uh-oh. Do you finally want that you'll have that? Yes. I've been dying to hear this. Okay. So... What what was the first notion of this? I think I texted you guys on, like, Monday. And I at least told you that it involved the IRS, right? Yeah, I'm hoping for tax fraud here. Yeah. Uh, before we get into this, I'm going to go ahead and give you full permission. You can laugh. You can do burnums, all that shit. Go ahead. This is my you'll have that. <laughs> Hold on. I can't hear over the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going hard. Should we actually let that subside? It's pretty loud. (laughs) That's impressive. Is that it? That had to have been the finale. That was everything he had. Jesus. Oh, my God. That was ridiculous. Okay, (laughs) so... Now for the you'll have that. All right, the you'll have that. Okay, so I think it was on Monday. I went to grab my mail, and within my mailbox, I had a letter inside some sort of plastic bag, like almost like a Ziploc bag, but it looked like it was professionally done. But it was sketchy as shit, because the letter, the piece of mail itself was from the IRS, and the top of it was torn off. like It blatantly looked like someone got into the letter and like sorted through it. And the first thing I did is I Googled, what does an anthrax envelope look like? Which was pretty terrifying. I saw some 
some uh, pictures of those letters from like the I don't know two thousand or something like that. Whenever that was popular, yeah. Um, but nowhere did I see this sort of like clear plastic bag looking thing. So I went ahead and tore it open. And inside the plastic bag, there was a notice from the United States Postal Service that basically just said, like, sorry about your uh, damaged mail. Uh, we apologize for any convenience. So I'm like, okay, didn't know that was a thing. Didn't know you could just tear open my mail and then give it to me, but here we are. So I get to the letter. <laughs> I, I opened the letter from the IRS and... Fireworks are coming back. <laughs> are they really? <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry keep going <laughs> jesus i opened the letter from the irs and the irs is asking me why i filed a duplicate tax return so i start jogging my memory i'm like who the hell did this my taxes this year did i use my accountant or did i do it myself and then i realized like oh, i self-filed these probably dicked them up so I like get on the thing that I filed them with and I'm looking through and everything looks to be all right. And then I go back to the letter. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So they're asking me why I filed a duplicate tax return. Um, and then it's listing two tax return details. Like it's almost like a bulleted thing. And it's like this tax return received on this date is X amount of dollars and Y amount of taxable income or something. And I'm looking at that stuff and I'm like, the date and the numbers all look right. And then it's like, this tax return was received on, I don't know, the end of May. And it's for this much money, this much withholdings, and this much, you know, exemption or something. And I'm like, okay, th those numbers don't look right to me at all. So this letter from the IRS is like pretty terribly vague. It's just asking me to explain myself why I filed two tax returns. <laughs> so I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm not snail mailing this bitch back, like... I look at the letter and of course it's saying respond within 30 days of the date at the top of this letter, which was like July 20th and the United States postal service guys held on to it for over a month. So oh yeah, outside. that's great. Already late. Uh, so I call the IRS. Have you ever called the IRS? I'm guessing not. Luckily I have not. Okay. I'm not sure. I can only know. imagine how fun the experience is. Yes. I don't know if, and how familiar with this you would be, but because I certainly wasn't. But the IRS has a notoriously bad hold time. So I think I first tried that night, and I did like an hour and a half. Oh, and no. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to the gym. So I just hung up the phone. I tried it the next night. I did like two hours, and I kid you not, someone answered. It sounded like they hammered a bunch of buttons, and then they hung up after two hours <laughs> so yes. at this point i'm like okay fuck it i'm just leaving this thing on at work so i just i'm working on i don't know wednesday or thursday and my phone is just on speaker the whole time I'm, i just listened to hold music all day that day someone like it disconnects a few times you know and someone's on the other end hammering the buttons and hanging up but i finally get like a voice on the other end of the phone i explained to the person on the phone the person that works for the IRS, I explained to them what letter I got and what's going on and that I don't know anything about a duplicate tax return. I don't know anything about the tax return filed in May, you know, after taxes are due. Yeah, after the deadline, that's good. Okay, so I'm like explaining all this to her and she's basically going like, oh, okay, uh, what's the letter want you to do? And I'm like, well, the letter wants me to mail it back and tell them that this isn't me. And she's like, okay, well, you should do that. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm telling you, this wasn't me. So I don't know if your brain is working like mine was at this point, but I had one thing in mind. Scam. Somebody got a hold of your social security number. That's what I'm thinking, right? Yes. So that's a logical that's a logical thing to to expect at this point. So I'm explaining that to the person on the phone, the IRS person. I'm like, if someone has my social security number, I need you know, to take some other steps here, right? Like, I don't really feel like snail mail on this back to you people so you can, like, process it for two months. And she's, I don't know, telling me what to do. And she's like, well, if you think it's identity theft, then uh, fill out this affidavit. And I was like, okay, who do I send that one to? She's like, I ah, just slap it in the envelope with the other thing. So I fill out the affidavit and I mailed them in on, like, Friday or something. But 
at this point, I'm 99% sure that someone has my social security number and filed another set of taxes for me. Maybe you should uh, invest in LifeLock or something, buddy. <laughs> I think it's like 10 bucks a month. LifeLock? What do they yep. do? Uh, identity theft protection. Might be a little too late now, though. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, good news for the the May tax return guy is he looked like he was getting about a $4,000 check tax return. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Man. Hopefully he, that comes to you. I think I think we're past that point. I feel like I would have got it by now. I would have just yeah, cashed that's, it. Yeah, that's probably true. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. That's some burnage. It's burnage. Uh, life pro tip for everyone out there. Since the... Who got hacked? Equifax? Or the other people? Uh, yeah, Equifax. Yeah, so since that happened, which that's just absolutely asinine that you used to have to pay money to freeze your credit. But since that's happened, you can freeze your credit for free now. So went ahead and checked all my credit bureau accounts and all that, and no damage yet, and I froze them all. So that's a life pro tip. Seems like there's no reason not to do that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. What is that? I don't even understand what that does if you freeze your credit report. Then no one can open another line of credit. Like someone can't go car shopping, basically. Yeah, okay. Or, that makes sense. Or open up some credit cards. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty smart. No no fraudulent small charges on your credit card. You check those suckers regularly? Yeah, you know. Oh, my God. What are we doing here? <laughs> are you sure that's not gunfire? No, I can see the lights flashing. Okay, that's good. Well, that's from the that's from the muzzle of the gun. Uh, it might actually be red and blue police car lights. Now that I'm looking at <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, definitely fireworks. Okay. It's just ridiculous. Um, wow. Well, yeah, you'll have to keep us updated on what happens with your <laughs> with your little predicament there. Hopefully, the IRS gets back to you quickly. I'm sure they will. Uh, the good news is the woman on the phone told me they can usually solve these matters in six to eight months. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So no new credit cards or anything for the next six to eight months. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to work. But uh, <laughs> fortunately, the person didn't like clear out my accounts. I think they just wanted a nice tax return. Yeah, that makes sense. Just making up numbers or something to get a, to get a check in the mail? Or what are we doing? Probably. And I also <laughs> like how... Instead of the IRS being like, hey, holy shit, buddy, a second return just came in. This looks like identity theft. They're like, why are you filing a duplicate tax return for two drastically different dollar amounts? They thought you were apart. They thought you were trying to scam them. I guess so. <laughs> wow. I just got a text from Nikki that said, is it the 4th of July? <laughs> so uh, that's my ultimate you'll have that, buddy. Just some uh, identity theft. Yeah, that is an all-time you'll have that. That was definitely worth the wait. Not a whole lot I can do. That's just kind of rolling with the punches. We'll see what comes next. Yeah, just sit tight for six to eight months. All right. Anything else, sweetie, want to talk about here? Oh, I had uh, a couple sports trivias for you, buddy. Or Unless you have a you'll have that. No, I was actually just going to say another little life pro tip. So I have a Discover card, and I know you said you just froze your... Uh, froze your credit report, but they alert me like every week or every month or something if they, if my social security number shows up on like any new sites or any sketchy sites or something like that. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That is, that's, it's good to hear. Did I ever tell you about that time when, um, someone figured out my password and at the time I was using that password for like every account. Oh no. And shit just started going one by one. I had this like $2,000 Uber ride in like Uzbekistan. Oh, no. <laughs> and then my credit card, something happened to it. Like, they put a charge on that. And then my Apple ID got signed into in, like, Malaysia. It was it was a wild night. Jesus. Yeah, no, you never told me about that. Yeah, so the only... I don't know. I just come to expect this sort of stuff. only thing like that that's happened to me was somebody charged a dollar to a taxi service on one of my cards. And I think they were just like trying to see if it would feel slip it. by. We'll feel yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Busted it right away, though. You're all over them. Yeah. It was somewhere weird, too. It wasn't like anywhere as crazy as Uzbekistan, but. Yeah. 
somewhere I'd definitely n- never been. Yeah, so just was, a life pro tip in general is to kind of keep an eye on your credit card statement. Yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, but anyway, yeah, let's hear these sports trivias. All right, yeah, let's get into a, a lighter subject here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck there, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I'll, I'll keep you updated. All right. Uh, so you want to do some baseball here? Oh, uh, my favorite. Yeah. Yep. Most exciting game in sports. How many times has a position player, so that just means someone other than a pitcher, came in to earn a save? Do you know what? Do you know how to record a save in baseball? Basically, just come in in the ninth if you're winning by three or less runs, and don't blow the game. You get a save. Okay. So, how many times has a non-pitcher stepped onto the mound and earned a save? I don't even have a clue where to start with this. Yeah, the whole not having a background in baseball probably doesn't help you here. <laughs> I'm going to say it's happened eight times ever. Okay, that's a good guess because I am a little bit familiar with that sort of thing, and I would have thought it was like 80 or even like 800. Uh, it's actually just once, and it was oh, July wow. 25th this year, some – outfielder on the Orioles came in and he pitched the bottom of the 16th to record the first ever save by a position player. He was throwing uh, 55 mile per hour fastballs and he got the batters <laughs> out one, two, three. So Are you serious? No one got on base. <laughs> he could only throw it 55 miles an hour. Yeah. I don't know if he was intentionally slowing down his pitch, but I don't know why they picked him to come in, but the radar gun was saying 55. Okay, that's ridiculous. You'd think that guy would have a cannon Yeah, being an outfielder. I'm sure you're right now that you say that. He could probably throw 75 or 80. He just must have been doing that intentionally, and it must have worked. Or maybe like he didn't think he could be accurate enough if he was just firing him. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's true as well. See, you're making some good points here. Wow, that's crazy, though. Yeah, Um, and then another baseball stat. What do you think the fewest number of pitches was ever recorded for a complete game? So the pitcher has to pitch all nine innings. How many pitches did he throw and get the entire win? Uh, 45. All right, not bad. 58 in 1944, wow. 2-0 win. So he was throwing like two pitches per batter. Yeah, that's about right, right? 27? Just over two. two. Yeah. Yeah, good call. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, not bad. Must have been so he, some strikes. Not many strikeouts, though. Uh, Yeah, probably not. Good point. All right, last sports trivia. This is going to your other favorite sport, basketball. Oh, yeah, baby. This past NBA season, how many teams did James Harden score 40-plus on? I don't even know how many teams are in the league. 30. All right. So, well, it can't be 30 because he didn't score 40 against the Rockets. Good start. So I'm going to say 29. Correct. 29. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's an impressive feat. I think Michael Jordan did like 30 on everyone. Yeah, this is probably going to be a stupid comment, but I guess I didn't even realize that each team plays every other team. I wouldn't have guessed that either, to be honest. But there is 82 games. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought every t- team in the West would play every team in the East. But apparently they do. Anything else, brother? I have a a super cold and then just the, the typical two. Yeah. Yeah, let's do... um. So let's do super colds. I might end up having the same super cold as you, I'm guessing. But we'll see. Ooh, I don't know. Is your super cold from this weekend? It is. All right, you go first. All right, I'm going to guess this is not your super cold, but I probably could have gone in the same direction as you. But I'm going to have to give a nod to Keeks on the recommendation for the Bitchin' Camaro. From um, going here, yeah, that's a good one. Rockwell, that was yeah. I got made fun of last time we were down in Lake Linganore for using the word phenomenal, Um, (laughs) but I would probably classify the bitch and Camaro as a phenomenal beer. I'd agree with that. 
I'll go I'll go phenomenal on that beer as well. All right. I took a little blast of it. I had a taste this weekend, but I think I found that a couple months ago at like some downtown like beer tent fest thing. But yeah, that's uh the old milk stout. Pretty tough to beat. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Okay, where, where I thought you were going is the one that you and I enjoyed this weekend at the lake. The ten and a half, no, nine and a half percenter. Oh yeah, that guy was good too. The Uinta. Yeah. Yeah, that was. We had a few good ones. I would also put the Cloudwalker on there. Cloudwalker was good too. The juicy. Yeah, victory. I really like the detour double though because it went down so quickly. Well, it goes down pretty quick when you dump half of it in the lake, too. That works, too. But I did enjoy doing that, like, 10-second <laughs> chug off with the 10 percenter. Yeah, that was that was smart. Pretty good head rush. <laughs> Not quite like the flight challenge, but close. No, yeah, it was a little taste of the flight challenge is what that was. It's yeah. Good. I did threaten to do a flight challenge. Yeah, you were I guess it was yesterday. Challenge. You were considering... You, it's a good th- good thing I didn't. Yeah, you bought that flight too. You didn't. You never really considered ripping them though. Nah, nah. Just strictly enjoying the taste. That's that's a weird way to drink a flight, man. I know it's odd. <laughs> yeah, I think we had enough uh, in our system at that point that we probably didn't need to be going flight challenges. Yeah, that would have just done me in. Yeah, as if we didn't get done in anyway. Well, yeah. Classic. Classic 1 a.m. car bomb. Bear fight. We almost fired up this podcast that night. That would have been intelligent. Yeah, we threaten to do that every time we're together, and it just never happens. Make too much sense. Next time. Next time. (laughs) All right, so let's, uh, let's go on to Dumbest Thing of the Week, and let's get this thing wrapped up. So... What do you got for dumbest thing of the week, Matril? Probably could have picked a number of different things. Um, but the one I'm going with here from the weekend is um, just submitting ourselves to punishment by challenging ourselves to a belly flop competition Ooh, yeah. off the dock. Um, we, I mean, going into that, I knew that it was going to hurt. And for whatever reason, I just encouraged you to do it. You didn't believe I was actually going to do it, but I did. I didn't. Uh, did not feel good no, at all. Just, uh, just, just some guys being guys there. Classic yeah. belly flop competition. Uh, it's it's kind of similar to just like going boards back in the old two a days of football. Yeah, just, that's a yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah, just seeing who's the toughest. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that paid the price for that. Um, you looked worse than me. You had a pretty good red mark across your chest. Yeah, it it hurt pretty bad. My jaw kind of hurt too. Yeah, I took it to the forehead pretty bad. I <laughs> I've had myself a little mild concussion, I think. That's good. So intelligent. Two for two on lake concussions the last times we've hung out. Yeah, really, man. Good thing summer's over. Yeah, God, that's a good dumbest thing of the week. I kind of forgot about that. Um, I don't even know where I want to go with this. Was the uh, paddleboard challenge dumb or smart? I think that was pretty smart. We got ourselves a little workout in. That's true. So we did like, uh, I don't even know how far that would have been. Maybe like a mile loop, half mile loop. It wasn't a mile. Half mile loop. Two beers and a half mile. Um, I went first. I think I posted a time of like 11 and a half minutes. 12 minutes, and then Matchell took me out with, like, an 11 flat. Yeah, I didn't like how you had the advantage of going second. That's my dumbest thing of the week. <laughs> you went first. Uh, going first in the challenge. You also went first in the belly flop competition. Yeah, I just wasn't using my head all weekend. <laughs> just the guinea pig for everything. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty gassed after that paddleboard competition. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like the beer mile in that. You, your body's just thinking, like, what the heck are you doing as you're, like chugging a beer and then going full speed cardio yeah true we were also setting records throwing the ball back and forth too oh yeah but nothing dumb about that though just nope. just playing some long toss just a couple of guys being guys like you said yeah 
all in all, that's that's a good that's a good weekend, brother. How was your weekend? Uh, solid weekend. Another one for the books. All right, so garbage time here. Yeah, let's do it. You want to start us off? That's garbage. That shit is garbage, man. Well, okay. Um, I got a good one. I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Mine's good. I think it's garbage when a restaurant has that guy that hangs out in the bathroom like a creep and he tries to give you a towel to dry your hand. Oh, yeah, the bathroom attendant? I hate that. And then he expects a handout. Where'd you run into that? I was at some restaurant in Jersey. But, um, dude, I swear, I don't think I've ever taken a towel from those people. If that's happened to me 20 times, I've turned it down 20 times. I'll wipe <sighs> my hands on my, like, dress shirt before I <laughs> take the towel from that guy. I always take the towel and then don't give him a tip. I like the sounds of that too. It's like I always feel just, bad doing it. But you shouldn't though. That's the crazy part. It's like getting a gas in Jersey. Like I, I'm always a little bit inclined to tip them for pumping my gas, but it's just like one of those classic things where it's like not only didn't I not ask you for this, but no one asked you to do this. And frankly, it's a little uncomfortable that you're just chilling in this bathroom, like breathing in shit yeah that's true i never thought about that another one i struggle with is like when you order takeout food do you tip oh i just did that today man this pizza place we like i always go carry out and i'll grab like two pies from them and then um i always put like a dollar or two on the tip and every time i'm doing it i'm like i feel like i'm just wasting a dollar or two i don't think it's expected yeah, I really don't know. I mean, you're kind of doing all the work. <laughs> That's true. I'm driving to pick it up, carrying it out myself. Yeah, all they had to do was whip it up. I don't know. They they didn't even do that. They just ring you out. Yeah. Yeah, true. That money's not going back to the chef. <laughs> Jeez. That's a good point. But anyway, yeah, I think that guy, that the creep in the bathroom is a total piece of garbage yeah i'll agree with you on that all right what do you got so i think i kind of alluded to something along these lines maybe last week or the week before um but just something that keeps happening to me and I, i'm not really sure why but I, I definitely had to mention this but it happened to me again last night where we're at a restaurant bar whatever you want to call it and they just don't have the beer I want. Like, I order a beer, and they're like, yeah, sure, we'll get that for you. Come back a couple minutes later. Oh, sorry, we're out. It just keeps happening to me. You're on a cold streak on that front, huh? I am on a cold streak, yeah. Happened to us at Pistaro's. Yep. Yes, uh, that thing sounded good, too, the old West Coast IPA. Yep, yep. It's garbage. I don't know. I'm on a streak of getting shit on by birds and restaurants not having the beer I want. You know what made that okay to me is that the girl came back and said the keg is kicked i thought that was pretty cool yeah that's true i was like oh you're fresh out of college i like it she actually said she's not 21 oh she did i missed that part yeah and then she recommended a bunch of beers <laughs> i think she said something like i'm not 21 but people say this one's good or something like that it's like i'm not 21 but i people tell me you can get totally dicked up on these natty lights <laughs> If you're looking for something good, I would recommend Natter Days. <laughs> that being said, I'm not 21, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, that's garbage, buddy. Uh, I'm with you. Got to keep that top list updated. Yeah, garbage. Garbage. That's garbage! All right, episode 37. We somehow powered through that, buddy. Yeah, we got it done. We got it done. It probably should have been in, in person, but... Um, we made it happen. Uh, no zig again. I apologize to the garbage heads that he couldn't check in, but I think I'll go ahead and guarantee he's on next week. He'll probably get Wi-Fi by then, right? I think he said he has Wi-Fi. He's just traveling today. Okay, perfect. Let's let's put a guarantee on Zig for next week. Uh oh. Then he'll really be on the hot seat. Yeah, the warm seat. So yeah. um, that's it. So hit us at the old hotline, Matro. Oh boy, 
two, three, five, forty-two, oh five. Nice. It's harder to come up with when you're hungover, huh? Uh, so that is the hotline. Social media is that's underscore garbage, and we will be back next week. Wait, is there a question mark on the end of the social media handles? But there's not. Uh, it sounded like you asked it as a question. Oh, I gotcha. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. You who shitheads? Hell fucking yeah! That's garbage. Yeah, ha ha. Yeah, yeah, ha ha.